0: Daddy Sharps Podcast and we are on episode number 38. So welcome everyone. My name is Luke. And I'm John. We're just a couple of dads who like to make
1: the sharpest bets we can.
0: And we're just a couple of dads who break down the fights that your buddies are too square to break down. And today we're breaking
1: down UFC Fight Night from the apex in Sin City, a town I just returned from, Luke. I had to make sure everything was on the up and up. Just returned
0: and Big question for you. Number one, is it on the up and up? Is it up to specs?
1: It's up to specs. I had to check the Apex out and measure out this arena. Make sure I can bet this card with confidence. And I'm happy. But for all you sports fans out there, the Strip is closed. We're getting repaved for F1. F1 in November. Going well, through the streets of Vegas.
0: One action getting repaved for November. I cannot wait. Yes. And I know up on the north end of the Strip, they're already building out where the where the pits and the garages are going too. So excited about that! It takes up a whole city block. That's awesome. Yes. Love betting on F1. I got another question for you though, because uh, you didn't really answer my first one, and that is the sin factor. Is the sin factor, you know, I mean, <laughs> is, is that part of, you know? A, a gentleman never tells oh
1: there you gentleman go okay, you never go. tells my
0: friend. that's answer number one <laughs> answer number two i wanted to ask you real fast about the apex itself you measured it but you always tell me this and i don't think we've shared this but maybe once with our listeners the apex yes is, is yes. an arena that you've got to pay attention to john yes it's a
1: it's a much smaller arena actually i think the normal arena is 30 foot this is 25 foot, so when you get bigger guys in there, guys that like to use space, the apex usually ends in more finishes. So keep that on your radar when you're betting this weekend.
0: Totally, and maybe if you're a Muay Thai specialist, you like betting on Muay Thai specials, kickboxers, guys who like to keep range with those you know, kicks at the ready, you know, not as much room, and you kind of feel that when it's smaller too. You feel like maybe you can't get this kick, so you might go to a knee instead. And that means if you're using your knee, you're getting closer and
1: yes. you're in danger. Yes. And uh, you see a lot of these guys, they say, they get on their bike and they ride. Like, they like to avoid when they're winning a fight and kind of skate around the edge. Much harder to do that in the Apex because it is five feet smaller.
0: So what you're saying is, and I'm going to interpret it, your, your, no your answer here is the, is No lead is safe. No lead is safe. Is the sin factor is up in Las Vegas. No lead is safe. There's no getting on your bicycle. The apex is in full swing, just like we like it for betting. And it is a long card. But before yes. that, we normally do in this section of the podcast, recap our best bets from last week, before we do that, we're 2-1, by the way, from last Ooh, week. Nice. We need to, to set a little score, my man. Though uh-huh. So in honor of UFC Fight Night Charlotte, North Carolina, in the big NC last weekend, which is the home of the best style barbecue there no. is, Carolina no. barbecue. No. No. Cole's we saw. made a little side bet. We made a lot of side <laughs> bet. And John, it it sounds like you disagree with that statement. Carolina barbecue is the best. They're
1: they're hiding the greatness of the meat under a bed of vegetables. You got to go with Texas, my man. Got to get a little heat, a little dry rub going. He,
0: he doesn't like the slaw on the uh, on the vinegar-based uh, no. you know, whatever. Look, I will concede. The, the Best Bets loser from last week, we said, would eat the favorite barbecue of the other Daddy Sharp. So it looks like I'm eating yes. some Texas brisket coming up when we this, see each other next
1: did you really lose though did you know really <laughs> i was, I was laugh,
0: I, and i was laughing i was thinking about it because it's a win-win
1: <laughs> exactly
0: all right man <laughs> let's recap our best bets from last week then my first bet best bet was the underdog pete dead game rodriguez to win over natan levy of course that fight didn't happen rodriguez couldn't make weight common theme in the ufc lately more on that later the fight was canceled next i had cody the spartan stamen to win let me just let, let, i pause because you know what <laughs> let me just let, let me let me just say for the record i'm going on the record here yes he beat the hell out of d silva There's... and when the, and when the fight was over and they declared De silva the winner the judges in a split decision he was standing there like everyone, like I was, uh, what the hell are you talking about? And he was standing in the ring looking around. So are you serious? that happened? Uh, <laughs> come on,
1: man. Come on, my f- man. My phone was blowing up with a very angry text from
0: Mr. Luke. That's very right.
1: angry Daddy Sharp right there. That's
0: right. Well, <laughs> officially we got to call it a best bet loser. So uh, because the yeah, other was a cancellation, I'm making it 0 for 1 for I me like from it. last week, John. Still, still. Okay.
1: Not bad. Olberg versus Potiera. My best bet there was Olberg by finish. I said the 450 line was way too much on Olberg to get to make the bet and get value. But the finish paid minus 225. Didn't have to wait long in here. Olberg made quick work of his opponent, knocking him out in the first round. Then we went to Means versus Morano. Best bet here, Morano to win another Daddy Sharks cash as Morano easily beats the 30 bird. Him means with a choke in the
0: second round. (laughs) Choking. I like the sound effects. and (laughs) Thank you. I will say thank you for not only the Texas barbecue, but also I won both of those fights as well. Thanks. Yes. Yes. All right. Yes. We're winning. Hey, dude, it's time to share our best bets for this week's. UFC fight night at the apex but before we do again back to that theme that you know little little backstory here uh off the airwaves I've been kind of PO'd lately in the last few weeks with the UFC it seems like we should be saying every week now because we're getting into the weigh-ins right and the official weigh-ins and and the fight day weigh-ins that um we're gonna see some some fights canceled because we always have I mean what do you think
1: Yes. And another interesting card here because we have once again a lot of guys changing weight classes. So we're going to definitely have to watch these, uh, these weigh ins Friday, Friday morning. But it's been crazy, Luke. I would have to say in the last three weeks that four of our best bets were canceled.
0: Canceled. Canceled. And, um, you know, I've been trying to change my weight class too, so that hasn't been working either. Let's move on <laughs> to our it. best bets. Our best bets for this weekend, John. You are kicking us off with a winner. I love this fight. Go for it. This is
1: this. I couldn't believe this line, and I know, I know the history here, but I'm going to go with it anyways. I like the Shabajan versus Hernandez fight. I like Shabajan plus plus two twenty. Pretty decent size underdog here. You get a pretty decent return. And Luke, I really like the dogs on this card. They're barking on this card. Give me a little bark, Luke. (coughs) There we go. And I like Shabajan in this spot against the surging, fluffy Hernandez. Shabajan looked really good when he first started in the UFC fast track to top 10 competition. That's where the good times ended as Shabajan went on a three-fight losing streak. But when you look at his takedown defense, it's not great, sitting at 65%. A closer look at the numbers, however, shows he gave up a total of eight takedowns on the UFC level. Seven of them were in back-to-back fights against top 10 competitions when he made that huge jump. One of them being Derek Brunson, one of the best wrestlers in this weight class. On the other side, we have Fluffy Hernandez, who on paper looks like the stronger fighter. Rarely outstruck on the feet. He's a submission ace, even subbing Vieira, who was one of our best bets a couple fights ago. A top BBJ practitioner. When I look at this fight, the weight of victory for Hernandez is simple. Takedowns, controlling Shabajan on the ground, just when you look at the numbers. However, I feel Shabajan is a much better fighter than those numbers indicate. His worst fights came against the top competition in this weight class, and it skewed what we're looking at here. He's got back on track in his last fight, picking up a knockout victory. Shabajan has never been submitted, and that is Hernandez's bread and butter. My best bet here... Take the plus 225 Shabajan to win here. I think it was a case of a young fighter moved up way too fast, got overwhelmed. Now Shabajan has been in the cage with tougher guys and Hernandez is closer to his level, much more equal footing for Shabajan. And I think he's going to show everybody what brought all that promise early
0: in his career. And, you know, I normally just say, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. And well, I'm doing that again, because when it comes to the best, yes, you're always nailing it, man. You're always nailing it. And and I love this one too. I think you're, 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 you're you you you've got the pulse, my man. you got Ooh, the pulse. We're warming up. You're we're warming up. up. Oh, we're just warming up. We're just mm. warming up. Okay. I love yes. that. I love that. I like you know where what? you're going here. I hope so. Because this is one of those prelims that I always get like, really? Am I? T-? But it just, it, you know, it works. The numbers and the data match up. We've got a welterweight fight. We've got Temba the answer. Garimba versus takashi sato this is kind of like even it's like minus 110 for both fighters so they're calling (laughs) it even with a little big yeah sato john is a fighter in desperation mode for this fight an older fighter who is two and four in the ufc he's coming off three straight losses including an arm triangle and a head kick knockout 44 seconds into the first round of his last fight oh boy that's not Um, good Sounds like a fighter on his way out to me with not a lot of motivation to win. He's had his chances, and he has not capitalized. On the other side for Garimba, younger in the UFC, uh, 0-1-1. He has a four-inch reach advantage. He doesn't throw or land a ton of punches, but when he does throw, 60% accuracy straight uh, to the old noggin. Right there. And he absorbs a quarter of the number of strikes Sato absorbs. So Sato, let's just say what it is. He's a catcher's mitt for the face.
1: Oh, boy. Garimba
0: will be serving up fastballs down the middle of the plate. Strike. Strike. That is unless he's going for the takedown. Garimba averages four and a half more takedowns per fight. He has six wins by submission. Sato has three losses by submission. So the line is good for the bet. I love it. Even money. And I think that's because Garimba doesn't have the experience. That's what I think Vegas is kind of saying. But Sato is in trouble here. I'm convinced. Could it go? Could it be submission? Could it be knockout? Look, as long as the fight isn't canceled for some reason, (laughs) it's a prelim fight. Sato gets a little, you know, hey, man, I, I can't lose again. I'm not ready. I'm just saying things happen. I like yes. Garimba by finish. I don't think you can pick how, but my best bet is going to be Garimba to win. The money line is for me in this one. Ooh, I do.
1: I do like your stat there. Six submissions and Sato three submission losses. I do like that. Huge. Mm. All right. I'm, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it, Luke. It is a guy that... It's it's tough to bet on this young man. <laughs> Hooper versus Fiore. My best bet here, Hooper plus 100. Yes, I have been burned by Chase Hooper before, but I can't stay off him in this spot. Luke, as you know, this kid's a phenomenal grappler with a crazy good submission game. If he gets you on the ground, it's game, o- game over. What I'm baking on here is we are getting Chase Hooper off of his worst performance on the UFC. Until the last fight, he was never finished. I think there's a little recency bias baked into the number here, and that's why he's an underdog because of how bad he looked in the last fight. He was knocked out in the first round and he was knocked down three times in the first round. Less than five minutes. This guy's on his butt and he's knocked out. His opponent here, Fiori, only one fight on the UFC level, and he dropped it to a grappler. Exactly what Chase Hooper is. Fiori is a striker. He trains with the, car- with the New England cartel who is home to Qatar, Rob Font. Two great strikers at the UFC level. You've heard me say it before. A fighter who loses his first professional fight on UFC level. I like these kind of matchups. Fiori, 6-0 undefeated streak going into this big UFC showdown. And then he loses that first one. If things start going wrong here, does he doubt himself in the ring? Does he belong on this level? Do all those things start coming into his mind when he's fighting a very yep. unconventional chase Hooper and a closer look at that first loss. Fury was demolished on the feet. He gave up three takedowns and eight minutes of control time in a 15 minute fight. You simply cannot do that against chase Hooper. He will make you pay on the ground instead of giving up control time. He's going to choke you out. You're going to be seeing stars. My best bet here, chase Hooper to win at hundred and a matchup that appears to be made for him. Fiori will desperately try to keep this on a feet, but it is not gonna work against this very unconventional fighter. The way he does takedowns, it's almost like a like a like a cartwheel. It's nuts. <laughs> interesting.
0: I can't wait to see that. Yes. It's yes. also interesting that you've picked for your best bets two underdogs.
1: Does not happen too often. I couldn't believe it like when dog. I broke it down. I kind of liked it. Dogs are
0: barking, like dogs. sir. Like the dogs. The dogs are barking at the apex. Mm. My final best bet for this podcast, we're going to go to a women's catchweight fight. It's on the main card. We've got Emily Ducote versus Lupita Lupi Godinez. Uh Ducote is trying to bounce back after a unanimous decision loss to Angela Hill, also on this card. Godinez is riding a big wave after a split decision win last month. Look, right off the bat, I think this fight goes the distance, and so does Vegas. That could be the best bet right there. I mean, I, I think I'm really definitely going to lay something on there. This goes to two decision because, uh, I mean, the over-under is set at two and a half rounds right now. With the over, it minus 325. So I think Vegas agrees that this fight is going the distance. Godinez is only two finishes in her career. Hmm. So that's significant as well. Yes, more on Dakota. She has a pretty solid ground game four wins, one loss by submission. She lands a lot of strikes, absorbs even more. She's also new to the UFC with a win and a loss. Both of those were decisions, I should say. Huh? For Godinez, a much better all around fighter, rising star in the UFC, even though the record is four and three. Don't let that fool you. She's just going to want to exchange punches all night long. She's a good wrestler, she's a really good wrestler. But and do and and will, will try to do the takedown. I mean, after takedown, after takedown after takedown in this fight. But if Godinez inflicts enough damage, keeps it upright, vicious punches, I think there could be a late fight stoppage in this one, but I'm not gonna bet on that because of the stats and all the data. My best bet on this one, take Godinez to win. I like it. We've got the females represented in the best bets this females. week are represented and we've got another one as we transition now into the deep dive for the daddy sharps let's take a deeper dive into the other fights on this card that we like and i said it's a long card we've got a lot of fights on this card a lot of interesting matchups yes first up john we've got a flyweight fight that we're going to talk about victoria fury leonard versus natalia silva silver silva i should say excuse me is a huge Favorite minus 550. What are your thoughts? Might be frowned upon for this, but one of my favorite
1: Brad Pitt movies was Fury. And I will not turn my back on the tank of Leonard in this fight. Leonard's got the better resume, much better competition. She's fought in Invicta, UFC, LFA. She's fought Aaron Blanchfield before. This girl's going to fight for the championship coming up. Granted, she lost, but she's been in there with some of the best in the world. Silva's resume, even though she's got more pro fights, they're not in nearly the league that Leonard has. I'm going with Leonard on this one.
0: Kind of a kind of a massive underdog here, sir. I was gonna say that you're on the wrong side of history, but Fury <laughs> was a tank movie about World War II with Americans, and I maybe I'm on the wrong side of history. Like, <laughs> was, was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? I mean, oh, come on. <laughs> And we got an Animal House reference. <laughs> Come on now. I agree with you. But Silva is the heavy favorite for a reason, I believe. Much younger. Much more experienced, actually, on an eight-fight win streak. Four wins by KO. Great boxer. Seven wins by submission. And I understand. I understand. Not all of that's in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Leonard takes a lot of shots, man. One and two in the UFC. Hasn't made it yet, though. And she's facing a bright star from Brazil. I think Silva is minus 550 for a reason. I think she wins this one win easily. Yes. I, I let the dogs out. You let the dogs out. <laughs> <All> That's over <laughs> the
1: board this week. <laughs> Another let's see you, a little dad phrase there.
0: <laughs> let's see what you do for this one right here. Because next on the card, we've got a prelim heavyweight fight. The heavies... We've got Elier, I love the nickname, The Sledgehammer, Latifi, versus Rodrigo Nacimento. Nacimento, a slight favorite, minus 155.
1: Uh, Luke, I'm just going to say it. The reason he's nicknamed The Sledgehammer is when you watch his fights, you want to get hit in the face with a sledgehammer because they're that boring. This guy just lays and preys on his opponent. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Uh... <laughs> So here we are. I'm going to lean Nascimento here, the Huskies, the heavies, the big boys. In a fight here, I have a very strong lean there. Let's start with Latifi. 40 years old, literally just a lay and pray guy, like I was saying. He wins with takedowns and control time. Not active and looking for subs or punches once he gets you on the ground. His last two losses have come against top 10 opponents. One of those opponents, Derek Lewis, one of the best knockout artists in the entire UFC. Latifi controlled him for over eight minutes in a 15-minute fight. Luke, he still lost the fight. He controlled him for over half the fight. He still loses the fight by decision. On the other end, we have Nasi Minto, an American top team product, which you know, Luke, I love to bet on these guys. Nasi Minto. Kick to the leg, kick to the leg. Kick to the leg, kick to the leg. leg. Nasi eight wins at submission by heavyweight. You don't see that very often at this weight class. Like Latifi, this is another fighter that likes to work from the ground. The difference is Nasi Minto is more active. My heavy lean pardon the pun is Nascimento. it won't be a fun fight to watch but Nascimento is going to do just enough to get a decision victory i see what you just did enough
0: I see what you did there <laughs> heavy lean yeah.
1: heavy, heavy lean
0: <laughs> the old the old hl <laughs> look i think i think the big question will be two big questions i should say number one will latifi throw punches Mm. <laughs> and will he will he throw as many as Nas, Nasimento? And, and will the be able to to match Nasimento on the mat? Should he go down to the mat? I answer to number one. Nasimento has a seven inch reach advantage here. Throws a and lands a, a ton more punches. Right? I mean, yeah, just just gonna kill this guy. And, and yep. the answer to number two, I think we both agree. I think they they attempt the same number of takedowns on average, but uh, you know we're not in their camps. We're not. We don't know the strategies, but we're making an educated bet based on what we've seen. <laughs> Nascimento wins this fight, my man. Yes, we're in agreement here. Next up, a prelim welterweight fight. We've got Orion Galaxy Cosi, a slight favorite over Gilbert, the RGV bad boy Urbina.
1: So here we are. We kind of highlighted this earlier in the podcast. Now we got a guy changing weight classes. I got a slight lean on the guy dropping a weight class, Urbina. Kosey, a finisher everywhere he's been in his career. The only decision he's had is in nine fights was the last one against the Blood Diamond. That literally is his name, not his nickname. He changed it. Kosey has a shorter reach in this one, but that shouldn't be a problem because in the past, he's always had the shorter reach in all of his fights. Here's what intrigues me about this fight, though. Urbina is returning to the weight class he had success at, welterweight 170 pounds. Urbina was part of the Ultimate Fighter Show Tough and came in at the 185-pound division. He was getting beat up, lost two in a row there at 170. Granted, it was at lower lower leagues there he was six and one in his career he just hasn't seen a ufc welterweight yet in his last fight he was beating his opponent and then got caught in a submission my lean here Urbina, returning to the welterweight division we will see him at his best here i kind of lean Urbina in the new weight class form ufc weight
0: class you like it new i like it i like it i like it and you're dead wrong and i'm going to tell you oh first of all First of all, I got a question for you. Does Blood Diamond realize what, you know, that what Blood Diamond means? is? It, is it? <laughs> he, that's why he changed it, to bring attention. That's what they said. <laughs> oh, oh yes. so it's a, I, I don't know a lot about Blood Diamond. Uh, yes. Other than he, he lost, but. Uh, <laughs> nice. So you're going to, so you're going to change your name to bring awareness to the plight of kids <laughs> in the diamond trade in South Africa and other places. <laughs> Then he lost. Okay. (laughs) I think there's a reason, John, and feel free to to edit all that out if you want. There's a reason (laughs) Galaxy is the favorite in this one. I think he's the better balanced fighter, standing up and on the mat. He, Mm -hmm. He doesn't have to struggle to make weight here. i like Kosey to win this fight in what will be his second decision of his UFC career. It's going the distance. No KO, but a win for sure. I think a good bet here might be, and let me see if you agree on this one, because we're not agreeing on the fighters necessarily, but is there a good bet that this will go the distance? Can we agree on that? I agree with you on that. Yes. I like it. Oh, are we laying some money down mm-hmm. on that? Could be. Could not be, Not a best bet. Not, not a, a best, best bet,
1: bet, but we got leans here. We
0: got leans. We got liens. Slight leans. Slight <laughs> leans. Yes. All right. We're going to do a prelim lightweight Good luck. fight now. Good luck <laughs> we, with this one, Mr. We've Luke. got <laughs> Vyacheslav Slavaklaus Borshev versus Mahishata. Oh, I'm going
1: to try and get through this one here. but More but... <laughs> of the names. <laughs> Ma- Mahishata on lower levels in China, fought no one to build his record on paper. Some of his... <laughs> av- no one. Some of this guy's opponents, Luke. 0-4, four eleven fifteen oh 15 two oh 2 0-0. I just pulled some of them. He's got a whole laundry list of guys like this. Not exactly a group of battle-tested fighters. Borshev, one-dimensional fighter with knockout power. Not great defensively on the feet. Um, I think his wrestling's a little lacking as well. Get this, he's given up 24 takedowns and four fights. 24 takedowns and four fights. That's amazing. Neither one of these guys have landed a takedown in UFC, and they both are horrible at defending them. The striking defensive <laughs> isn't sound either. With defensive numbers like this, I have to pass on this fight.
0: You are describing perhaps the the the, <laughs> the best fight of the night. These are fight. These are the types of fights where drinking games are born out of. <laughs> But you don't want to bet on these ones. Anybody could get knocked
1: out, right? Perhaps. Oh,
0: that's right. It's not a. It's not a drinking podcast. It's a gambling
1: podcast.
0: <laughs> that's right. That's right. Uh-huh. Look, Borshev is coming off two losses. I've seen some highlights of this guy recently. I went back and watched, and every time he wins, you know, by whether it's submission or what, he looks surprised. Like, oh, oh, that's <laughs> never a happens?
1: good. Never a
0: good sign. Never a good yeah. sign. And he's going to be desperate now. He's battling to prove himself after two losses in a prelim bout on a UFC fight night card. Yeah, Eesh. that's not good. That's not a good no. place to be for Slava Claus. I think he win. I, I, I think he might win. Uh, I'm not throwing anything on this one. Let's just move. Let's agree to just move on, shall we? We're agreeing to move on from this one to a fight that is now on the main card a lightweight yes. bout we've got diego ferrera a slight favorite over michael the menace johnson uh luke i kind of scare myself
1: right now like <laughs> now that we're doing this podcast i realize how many underdogs
0: i took on this card this, is crazy. But, but this is crazy this is crazy <laughs> well, 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 let me let's time out. I'm gonna call time out. I think we have Daddy Sharp's timeout somewhere in the rule book. Yes, yes. The way we break down these fights, everyone should know. And we and we crunch the numbers, and we've got data, and we've got all kinds of data points that we look at. We we don't look at odds first. We look at who we like and why, and 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 we can share that maybe another time uh, with you how we how we do this because um, we win a lot. But then we look at the odds, and oftentimes you say, huh. What the heck? Are we talking about the same fight? That's where the value comes. There you go. (laughs) And on this one, I'm
1: going to lean Johnson. Both of these fighters have seen better days. Granted, Johnson, two and five in his last seven fights. Vera has lost three in a row. We also have two fighters that are 36 and 38, just a little bit outside past the UFC fighting age prime. Despite the age, Johnson still has a chin. He's been knocked out only three times in 10 years. And did you see who knocked him out, Luke? we got some pretty significant power strikers here. Gaethje, Poirier, and Emmett. All of those guys are excellent strikers who at one time in their career won the championship or fought for the belt. He still has the power as well. He's got two knockdowns in his last two fights. Ferreira hasn't fought in two years. and his last two fights, he was knocked out in round two. The heavy lean on Johnson here on this fight. He's been more active. His numbers haven't seemed to drop like his opponents the past few years. And I, thinking about lining the old wallet with a little bit of Johnson on this fight here,
0: little like little to, dip, little dip like the to, toe. I love dipping, and I love to hear that you're doing it. I just normally I would also lean toward Johnson as the underdog in this one, but and this is probably not the way to go, folks. But <laughs> but but just hear me out. I'm going to call this one a throwaway for me. I'm going to test a theory of mine. For a long time, we've told each other, don't bet on the fighters coming off of three losses because yeah. they're done. They're on the roast. But this time around, I'm doing something opposite. Ferreira is entering this fight on a three-fight losing streak. John, I looked it up. It It's science. Mm-hmm.
1: The definition mm-hmm.
0: of desperate situation is extremely bad, serious, or dangerous. Oh, you and brought Webster in here. Dangerous. <laughs> Is the word that I'm going with. And that's the word I'm putting my money on on this fight. I'm leaning Diego Ferreira to finish, to finish the menace. And I'm probably really wrong there. And that's why it's not a best bet. But you know what? That's what makes horse races. (laughs) I like it. I like it, sir. Also on the main card, a welterweight bout. Andre Fialo versus Joaquin Buckley Buckley. Favorite of this fight, minus 175, John? Oh, my goodness. I, I don't, I got to be honest with you here, Luke.
1: I saw this fight and I thought to myself, oh, Buckley's going to easily win this. But then you start breaking everything down. Buckley's dropping the weight class to come in here. I don't know. At one point, it's my best bet. At the next point, I'm just leaning on it. Right now, as of this podcast, I am leaning Buckley. We got some real powerhouses fighting here. Andre, a guy that has to win by knockout because his defense and striking output makes it hard for him to win on the scorecards. The strike defense, by the way, one of the worst on this card. I believe you referred to somebody's face earlier as a catcher's mitt. Catcher's mitt. Yeah, this guy's going to catch everything. All of Buckley's kicks and faces. Right to the face, sir. Buckley in this fight is dropping down to 170, like we mentioned, from middleweight 185. The last time he fought there... 2018. Buckley's entire UFC career, he's been a middleweight. An interesting tidbit on the weight cut here. Buckley has some of the most highlight vicious knockouts on the UFC the past few years. And oddly enough, when he was fighting 170 pounds, the knockouts were far less frequent. All of these highlight careers are at 185 pounds. He won a lot by decision when he was at welterweight. It's a slight Red flag. Now, we all know I'm colorblind, so maybe it's a pink flag. Is this weight cut tough for him? Does he have the energy to fight at 170? Does some of his power go away? I don't know. And I haven't seen him fight at UFC level at 170. And if you guys have ever seen this man, he looks like a bodybuilder. So I don't know where the weight is coming off. You're going down 15 pounds here. Buckley is the far better fighter, but the real opponent here is the scale. Is this going to be, can I bet on if this fight's going to be canceled?
0: (laughs) You should be able to. There should be insurance somewhere.
1: All that being said, on paper, Buckley is an amazing fighter. Much better competition. I'm leaning Buckley on it, even in a new weight class.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right. Buckley has the advantage. He's got 11 wins by knockout. More than double the number of wins he has by decision. In the UFC alone, he has seven fights that ended by way of knockout. Compared to only two decisions in the UFC's had. Uh, but he, I mean, he, the deal is with him, he either knocks someone out or he gets KO'd. Uh-huh. So he's the definition, though, of bring it hard or don't bring it at all. Yes. I'm leaning toward Buckley to win by finish here. Finish.
1: I like that, I like that sir. Finish. Coming back to the new weight class with a bang.
0: Yeah. There's something to be said when you've got the highlight reel, you can't say, oh, those are all lucky or time shots. The guy's the guy's watching, he's waiting, and he and he is timing those shots. And that's because he's got skill. Yeah. Yes. All right, my man. Finally. Here we are. (laughs) Here Here we we are. Here we are. The main (laughs) event. The reason for this card in the first place. Top billing, John, the big kahuna. Hmm. It is a strawweight fight, not a championship fight, not for the belt. No belt. No belt involved. No belt. But we've got Mackenzie Dern, minus one eighty-five, the favorite over Angela, over Kill Hill.
1: <sighs> you know, my breakdown of the female fighters is not as good as the male. But I do have an opinion here. I do have an opinion. So we got Dern, submission expert, seven and three under UFC. She's coming off to a loss to the person that will probably be fighting for the belt in China, in Yawn. She gets beat up bad on the feet. That's not good when you're facing Angela Hill. Angela Hill throws tons of punches, punches and bunches, my man. Hill, on the other hand, never subdued. So kind of taking away Dern's game here. She's never been subbed, I mean. And my best bet here. You know what I like five rounder five round main event. One of the biggest sweats in MMA. I like the fight to go to distance minus minus one thirty five. You got to sit through 25 minutes of torture.
0: That's what I like. I like Uh it. I Uh like it. I think you might be right there. I think you might be right. This is a classic clash of opposing styles. We've got Dern on the one hand, slight favorite, but just like your nickname, uh, hill is a massive overkill standing up and going toe to toe she lands almost double the number of strikes that Dern does with better accuracy hill absorbs an equal number of strikes and she has a better strike defense percentage however she also has momentum coming off of two wins Dern, though on the mat, she's pretty good, man. Not gonna lie. Uh-huh. That's where she's super dangerous. Seven wins by submission, zero losses by submission. She has no wins or losses by KO, so that's kind of interesting. That kind of feeds into going the distance, right? There aren't gonna be any yes. power punches there. Just gonna be on the ground, and and probably not ground and pound. It's just it's what can you what kind of moves can you make? What kind uh-huh. of grappling can you do? Can you hang on? Yes, Hill has a losing record in the UFC. Mm. You don't like that, do you?
1: I usually don't like that, no.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Not not instilling
1: confidence in me. (laughs) I don't
0: either, but she's the much more experienced fighter here too. She's seen it, she's done it, and she has five wins by knockout. She's a streaky fighter who is on the upswing right now. She's off of two wins. If Hill can keep the fight, off the mat, she will hit the overkill button, and she will win this fight. Dern started off in the UFC pretty strong. Her stock has fallen since. So here they are on a main card at the apex, and someone's got to win. I am going to ride that streak, my man, and I'm a heavy lean on Angela Hill to win this one. Let's go, Mr. Luke. Let's go. All right. So you got we. shall we hold on hold on yeah
1: you got hill to win and i got the distance let's
0: pay let's pace ourselves shall we do a side bet or shall we just discuss side bets on our own and move on to recapping our best bets what kind of
1: side bet do we have here is buckley gonna make weight i don't know (laughs) will there be a fight canceled will all four of our best bets survive so many
0: options We'll disc- mm. we'll discuss it later, just between you and me. Let's go yes. ahead and recap yes. our best bets for this week. UFC mm-hmm. Fight Night Las Vegas, the apex.
1: I feel like I need to get a little net and put on a little uniform because I am the dog catcher, my friend. Oh, my oh. best bet Shabajan to win here. Minus, or excuse me, plus 225. Plus. You got the I dogs. I got the dogs. I'm letting them out. I think it was a case of a young fighter who moved up too fast. And you're going to see the real and He's back in this fight. My other dog, Chase Hooper, is going to be my dog at plus 100. And he's going to make short work of Fiori. And he's probably going to get a performance
0: bonus for it. It's going to be amazing, Luke. It is going to be amazing. And I'm with you on both of those bets. I love those bets. I love your breakdown. For me, I like prelims. I like I like uh-huh. at least one prelim this, this weekend, I should say. I like Garimba to finish Takashi Sato. But my best nice. bet in that fight is going to be Garimba to win. So just take the win. Be safe. That That's where I am right now, coming off of 0-1-1 from last weekend. And then I like Lupita, Lupi Godinez to win her fight as well. I think that's a shoe win I would bet the farm on that one. John. That's a cool name. I know. <laughs> I know. And I also know something else. Oh, that's going to do it for the Daddy Sharps podcast this week. But remember, always gamble responsibly and within your means. And the bets that we share are based on our own research. We don't always win.
1: Be sure to check us out on social media at Daddy Sharp, and also on Instagram and Twitter. And folks, we are on Apple now. So let's get in there. Follow us on Apple. We'll be back next week with all our best bets and much more.
0: But first, John... Who's your daddy again? Tell me, who's your daddy? We are! Yeah, that's right. Stay sharp, everyone.